Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, and welcome to T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. The most fun you'll ever listen to while you're folding your clothes. Now let's get this straight. This is not your average podcast. T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio is super fun, super crazy. It's pretty much an in-your-face conversation. That's the good thing about us. We don't do interviews. We do conversations. All of my guests, all of my co-hosts, we chill. We drink, we play games, we have the song of the week, we have the creative curse word of the week. As long as you're having fun as our guest. Speaking of guests, each week I'm gonna go through my whole contact list and dive head first into the world of music, gaming, exotic cars, tech, strippers probably, doctors probably, probably strippers that are only stripping so they can pay for tuition to become a doctor. You never know. My wife is a certified bartender. She'll make you a drink while you're here. We'll get you drunk and make you play VR after. It's a lot going on, but that's what it's all about over here at T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. See you soon, baby! Hey guys, welcome to CarCast, brought to you by our friends at Dodge. You know, Dodge was ranked number one for initial quality and best driver appeal for mass market brands by J.D. Power. It's the first U.S. brand ever to be ranked number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. So visit Dodge.com today to schedule your test drive. And brought to you by our friends at J.B. Weld. J.B. Weld is available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. And remember, J.B. Weld epoxy products are proudly made in the USA. So on this show, we'll go over the Bear Jackson auction that Matt just got back from in Vegas, go over some of the high-selling cars and the Toyota Supra, Fast and Furious, Frank Sinatra's Ghibli things of that nature i'll talk a little about the shelby collection i was just hanging there with the sunny and company over the weekend and uh, we'll get into the new mc20 maserati and the genesis gv80 that as well first empire covers nowadays cars are designed to keep you safe on the road but are you providing the same protection for your car off the road empire covers high quality affordable covers engineered to protect against rain UV rays, tree sap pollen, anything that damages vehicle paint. For premium protection, you can try the American Armor Cover. Proudly made in their Kentucky factory, plus covers for RVs, boats, motorcycles, and more. So they've got you covered. All covers come with a free multi-year warranty. Don't get those cheap ones that you uh, get at the Pep Boys. Those Those fall apart in the sun very quickly. I've learned my lesson very well on those. Get a quality cover. Empire covers. Free shipping plus an extra 15% off your entire entire order with the promo code CARCAST. Visit empirecovers.com slash CARCAST. Use the promo code CARCAST at checkout. That's empirecovers.com. Protect what you love. <laughs> Get it on. Got to get it on. That shows to get a minute. Get it on. Welcome to CarCast. Man of Curl. It's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, Hello. over there. How are you? Fresh. Good. Fresh off his trip to uh, Barrett-Jackson, Vegas. Yes. I'm fresh off my trip to the uh, Shelby American Collection in Boulder. Also, you did shows there. Oh, I did case, shows. In case you forgot. Yes. <laughs> you didn't just go on vacation with Sonny and Chris. Take Mike and Chris we were on your vacations with you. <laughs> no. But, uh, you went and worked at Shelby uh, Museum. It was great. 
Mm-hmm. It was 118 degrees in Vegas. It was 90 in Boulder. And that's with the cloud cover. Like, it was crazy. Well, we're looking at some of the sales here from the uh, event. You have the McLaren P1. That's 2015. Don't don't get it twisted. Hmm. Ever like 1.5 and change. Mercedes uh, 300 SL Roadster, just a tick over a million bucks. Th- those cars have just sort of sat at a million bucks for five years. Now, Ford GT, the new one. 2019 at a million bucks that's that's right where those cars are it's really hard to say that this one's more and that one's less you know they have the throwback livery mm-hmm. and all that but for the most part 950 is too low and uh you know million fifty is too high it's just they're just like right at a million bucks yeah um it always kind of makes me wonder though if you have a ford gt a new one. Right. Um, <clears throat> you know, I kind of get it if you have, you know, Carol Shelby's first race car or something like that. And you want to take it to Pebble Beach and get a bunch of press behind it and see if we can gin up some interest and uh, get a little bidding war going. And, you know, the the price for the cars, you know, anywhere between, you know, $7 million and $11 million bucks. Like, who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. Um, you got a Ford GT. It's worth a million bucks. Um I don't get why you don't put that car on bring a trailer because they just sell on bring a trailer for a million bucks and then you spend five grand right. versus um, I sold it for a million bucks and I pocketed 900 yeah. or eight. You know, uh, Graham Rahal put his on his purple one was on bring a trailer. Actually, I think he did a little better than this even yeah, on, but, on bring a trailer well, not, and the buyer didn't have to pay $100,000. Well, as I always say, if the car is worth a million bucks and you're bidding on it, you have to stop at $910,000. Yeah. You have to stop. Otherwise, you're going to pay one one for yeah. a million-dollar car. Everyone knows it. So, again, you know, one-off custom stuff and whatever, you know, God bless the auctions. But uh, if it's a car that that's like that... And I would even say the 57 Mercedes-Benz uh, 300 SL Roadster. It's a million bucks. It's a million bucks, yeah. If you're selling that car, why are you putting 900 in your pocket? Put a million in your pocket. Just put it on, bring a trailer. It's a million bucks, and so is the Ford. All right. Uh, um, Graham's, Graham's GT on bring a trailer went for 1050000 Right, and this and, went for 1023000 Yes, so Graham actually did better because this guy paid a hundred grand on the deal. So his hammer price was, you know, Graham took home one million forty five thousand, and <laughs> this, this guy, guy pocketed nine hundred. Nine hundred. Um, <laughs> interesting. Other things: uh, the Toyota Supra, Fast and Furious movie car. We talked about. I think I had it at five hundred. I just said five hundred k. Yeah, I just think. Uh, and that was the hammer. Went for five hundred and fifty thousand, and then. You know, then it starts to bring up this discussion of, of well, first of all, that twenty-year number, twenty-ish year number that we keep bringing up is is an example right here. The first movie, twenty years, and the first movie's coming up on twenty years. Yeah, it wow. was two thousand one. I think they're celebrating the twentieth anniversary with the new movie coming out. Hmm. Uh, and 
and although it's like it's orange and it's got this big graphic on the side, but now that's what stands out. That's what <clears throat> makes it different than anything else. Chris mm-hmm. and I were talking. I like Fast Five when they're on South America and they're pulling the safe around the streets. Yeah, and, you do. But who's going to collect f- seven flat black Dodge Chargers with you know tubular bumpers? Right, like they, those are just stunt cars. Now this movie was when Fast and Furious came out, and the stars of the car were the movie, you know, where the cars were the stars as well. Right? Yeah. You know, the, the, the Dodges were, will go up and will have some value. We'll, we'll definitely do yeah. something, but it's not, not like this. And now as a contrast, I guess it's sort of a contrast. Frank Sinatra's uh, 1970 um, Maserati Ghibli sold for 330, which is a, a good price for that car. I feel like Ghibli's are, you know, up around 250. Yeah. Um, maybe some 300, depending on engine size and. Um, he didn't have NOS, though. Conditions and <laughs> uh, the condition of the car and so on and so forth. But the Sinatra name didn't add that much. You know, it we're, didn't. we're constantly trying to do this thing where it's like, this is Wayne Newton's car and this is Frank Sinatra's car. I, I, Wayne Paul was McCartney. There? Paul McCartney's. He, uh, sorry. <laughs> Paul McCartney's Ferrari. They always just Elton John's Ferrari. Paul McCartney's Ferrari. They don't get a nickel over what that same car would get. I think uh, Wayne Newt was there. He was on stage. He moved that coach-built Mercedes. What color was his hair? <laughs> that was as black as the car was. I think the car had more patina than his hair did. <laughs> and he's way older than that car. And I think it pulled like 85 grand, like all in, something like that on, on that car. Yeah, but- the, the, the moral of the story is we will pay for James Dean's um, transaxle and we will pay for Steve McQueen's windbreaker. But Paul McCartney, I mean, arguably one of the most famous people on the planet, we're just not paying anymore for his Ferrari. Right, because he wasn't famous for a Ferrari. If you had a Paul McCartney gold record, you know, that goes as much as his Ferrari, right? Like, Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think the memorabilia market is going to have to adjust a little bit, which is we will pay for Ayrton Senna's fire suit, but we won't pay for Ayrton Senna's Beatles album. <laughs> right, yeah, that, if you, if that's you, actually a really good point. If like, you flip the script, you realize it doesn't make it sense. It doesn't make sense. Right, and that's just where we're at. Maybe, maybe it'll change, but now there is a slightly notable exception, which is, um, God, I'll think of... Uh, I'll think I'll think of her name, but um, there was a Porsche that was uh, hand painted by uh, a roadie of Janis Joplin's, okay. and Janis Joplin's hand painted Porsche like Speedster mm-hmm. did go for more than a Porsche Speedster, but it was hand painted. Porsches oftentimes will do that. And it was hand-painted. It was her car, and she drove it around, you know, in yeah. this weird, crazy, psychedelic paint job. Yeah. And what? People just sort of saw it as like an art car, like a version of an art car? Yeah. I think there was something to it. I don't know. Max Pata probably has it somewhere. It's probably about five years old. And Yeah, it, I have it. It's, it's a 1964 Porsche 356. Uh, she, yeah, she painted it from bumper to bumper and door to door. I don't think she painted it. Or... Oh, she had it painted. Yeah, her roadie like painted it. 
And uh, do you guys, you, uh, it, it sold, I don't know if you guys are guessing, uh, you just want me to give you the price? I just remember it was, I feel like it was close to a million bucks. Yeah, estimated to be uh, 400 to 600,000, sold for 1.76 million. Wow. Wow. But and there's also weird anomalies that you cannot pay attention to on occasion. Sometimes you just get two drunken dudes in the room mm-hmm. and they're both at fucking Woodstock and now they just sold their companies and they just go, fuck it, I want that car. They were like, did Lee Majors bang this chick? <laughs> I don't remember him thinking about it. But it, it's a funky looking car, and it probably had a bit of a museum tour with it. And it 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 kind of has a little bit of like art car-ish kind of history to it. it so, it's one-off, Ian. It's hard, yeah. to, it's hard to use that as a comp or an example. But the, the point is, is Frank Sinatra, obviously not with us anymore, or Elton John, or Paul McCartney... Or John Lennon, not with us anymore. Their stuff just doesn't translate yeah. into automotive. Now, Sinatra's Ghibli did get a couple of ticks over what a, a Ghibli gets, yeah. but it's it's not a yeah. big bump because Frank Sinatra. Now, here here's the the thought experiment: What if that 1970 Ghibli was Steve McQueen's Ghibli? Right, and now we're yeah. talking 1.5 million bucks. Yeah. Does a Steve McQueen fire suit go for more money than Steve McQueen's outfit from Bullet, right? Yeah, I think so. You know, I think so. Yeah. I think so. So here's something that came up as well, just to add this to the mix, talking about collectability. Paul Newman's watch sells for $16.7 million. The second Newman watch, which nobody knew about, is kind of a kicked in the nads is sell what did it go for like three million or something maybe four and uh but then there's the newman watches not paul's watch it's the newman edition watches right the mm-hmm. the oyster faced uh, uh uh rolex watches i think they were around a hundred thousand dollars you know prior to this and now that these two big sales happened uh there's a newman watch uh, a Newman Edition watch, nice for sale, uh, two hundred ninety six thousand dollars. So they pulled the it. They price. pulled it from a hundred yeah. to three hundred. I, I yeah, We're close. And it's not an auction site. It's a somebody just has it listed. It's you know, and it's a nice condition. Whatever watch, two hundred nine two ninety five two hundred ninety five thousand dollars is the asking price. All right, I'll tease this. So I was at the uh, Shelby American Collection in Boulder, and they got. More cars than I remember, as uh, Matt and I spoke about off the air. And I, I think they, they just keep adding cars. But there's some serious competition. 427 Cobras, there's some definitely some competition GT40s, quite a yeah. few. You know, they have... How uh, cool they, is the Bob Bondurant car? Like, we just patina right down to the tires like the yeah that's tires. that's excellent uh they got the obviously the ken miles gt40 and then i think the gt40 that came in third mm-hmm. there as well um again i've always said the gt40s were undervalued I, i've said that for well over a decade um you know one just sold for about three and a half million bucks in europe and it was literally just a car that was never raced. It was never had an engine in it. You know, it was very much just a leftover chassis. Mm-hmm. You know, they were making them and they were planning. And, you know, sometimes technology moves on. And the next thing you know, 
you know, when you're racing a GT40 at Le Mans, the, the late 60s, the mid-late 60s, and you're, you're winning Le Mans, and the next thing you know, it's 1970, and there's a 917 Porsche next to you, and your GT40 is not going to work against that car anymore. So they have the extra chassis, you know, never got put together, never got raced. They got dated out, you know, yeah. and um, this one sold in Europe. They, you know, had the chassis for a while. They rebuilt it. They put in a, you know, period correct engine kind of thing. Sold for, I think, about three and a half million bucks. But it's really, it's a zero history. It's a, it's literally you just going, I would like a semi-legitimate Ford GT. Yeah, like of, as of much period, period correct as, as it, possible. It's, with, it's almost a kit car yeah. at this point, 3.5. And, the, you know, I said at the time when the third place gold car from Le Mans, the one, two, three finish with Ford GT, that thing sold for nine and a half, ten million bucks. I was like, it's still cheap. It's a, it's a GT40 that's famously pictured in a, you yeah. know, in Le Mans, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So, you know, you go to that Shelby Museum, there's a bunch of GT40s flo- floating around with crazy history. And I'll bet you the average was about 3.5 for those cars. You know, <laughs> now just a base, nothing is that. But I'll tease this because I, 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 I had a little challenge for Sonny. Okay. I said, Sonny. It's a museum filled with Shelby Daytonas, filled with Cobras, filled with racing Cobras and street Cobras and a bunch of GT40s and a couple of street GT40s. Maybe they made seven or eight of those or something like that. I said, I want you to walk around this museum and I want you to point at the car that you think is the most valuable. Is the most valuable. All right. Okay. I'll, t- I'll tell you what happened. First, I'll tell you about J.B. Weld. DIYers and pros have trusted J.B. Weld for 50 years plus. By the way, projects, big and small, home or garage, use the world's strongest bond. We're proud to have J.B. Weld Epoxy Adhesive as a sponsor. I personally know the owner and uh, hung out with these guys, like I said, when I was in uh, SEMA a couple years back. And uh, look, whether you're doing automotive stuff or crafts or plumbing or marine, Use JB Weld, and you can use it on metal, wood, plastic, glass, ceramics. Um, I used it to fix some sunny shoe, and Stromer used another JB Weld product to fix his uh, tile tray, his wet saw. JB Weld also acquired Herculiner, the original DIY truck bed liner. So if you're looking for the world's strongest truck bed liner, Herculiner has you covered, right, Matt? Yeah, JB Weld is available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, uh, Amazon, Michaels, and more. And JB Weld is uh, epoxy products are proudly made in the USA. All right. So I said to Sonny, in a sea of GT40s and uh, Cobras and Daytona, Daytonas. Maybe one Daytona or two Daytona? Uh, a couple Daytonas. It's like, like a weird European prototype thing, too, there. Yeah. Remember that one? Red, I think. Anyway, I said, go point at the cards. You think this is the most valuable in this collection? And he went over to a car. Yeah. And he pointed at it. And he said, I think this one is the most valuable. That vehicle, an AC Bristol. Okay. <laughs> so Sonny's off his game a little bit <laughs> A little bit Sonny's off his game a little bit Although he's probably not as far off as you think Because I'm thinking what's the most valuable car in there 
And even the Lamar GT40 that we saw at RM, maybe 2018, was like 9.8 million. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to look up this other price, but if I recall, Carol Shelby's Cobra, the blue one with the ratty seats, mm-hmm. was like $15 million. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. But the AC Bristol's obviously there because it was the the chassis that uh, Shelby put his 260 and then his 289 into. But this was just a pure AC Bristol. But it looks the most like the bone stock $15 million Cobra. Yeah, the Bristol. And if look, he would have picked the blue one, if he would have said, oh, it's that, but I like the pretty blue, he would have nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Now, look, uh, I'm sure it was, I'm sure it's got a great story, great history. Maybe it's the first one imported here or some, some version of that. But AC Bristol's, who've been dragged up by the Cobras now, AC Bristol was a nothing European sports car with a, I don't know, straight six or something in it that was worth you know, 60 grand. Yeah. Uh, now they're 250. Like yeah. People are sort of, so it's not worth nothing, but in a sea of multi-million dollar cars, I think he, he picked one that's well under five. That's uh that was mine. So I, you know, I beat him. <laughs> you beat I backhanded him. him. Uh, speaking of Cobras, uh, 65, 289 Cobra sold at Barrett Jackson. This car was pretty unique because it had a lot of options on it at a time where the base price was like fifty six or fifty seven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. This thing had options like radio antenna and upgraded tires and you know things like that. And luggage it's, rack. It's yeah, the rack. It's stickered at like sixty three hundred dollars, which in today's dollars was like fifty eight thousand. Yeah, well, <laughs> what I'm saying, what you know, you look at, you, you go to the mid '60s, and they go uh, AM, FM, stereo, um, radio, and it's like eighteen dollars. Yeah, you know, and you know, luggage rack fourteen dollars. You know, this, you know, the carpeted rear, whatever, eleven dollars. I mean, it, the, it had like a radio antenna. It was like three dollars and two cents. <laughs> right, but to, so to get a car up. Eight or nine hundred bucks from sticker means yeah. a lot. Of, Even three hundred bucks meant from a lot of yeah. options back a lot then of options. because twenty two bucks, twenty seven bucks, forty four bucks. It takes a while to get to over you know to eight nine hundred bucks. They had uh, they had Aaron Shelby bring it up on stage. They said some good things about the car nine hundred seven thousand five hundred, which seems for a two eighty nine Cobra. That feel like the two eighty nines are right in there. Yeah. Anyway, maybe around a million bucks. Yeah, they don't go for eight something. And it was it was one of it was one of the more you know high dollar cars at at the event. Um, some other things that happened at Bear Jackson are the uh, the the rest of mods, the builds starting mm-hmm. to pull money. Yeah, Chris, yeah. pull up the Grinch Camaro from the uh, Ring Brothers. Let me the uh, Ring Brothers? yeah. Let me hit Dodge real quick as you okay. bring that up. Dodge has officially opened orders of the new 2021 Durango SRT Hellcat. It's the most powerful SUV ever. It's exclusive for 2021, and it features that 710 horsepower engine, that aggressive styling that you see kind of on the wide body charger, and that great new uh, infotainment system that you connect five. And uh, if you get the Hellcat, all buyers will receive 
a full day of pro instruction at the Radford Racing School. And, of course, Dodge is ranked number one for initial quality and best driver appeal for mass market brands by J.D. Power. It's the first U.S. brand ever to be ranked number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. So see your local Dodge dealer or visit Dodge.com today. Yeah, so the Ring Brothers pulled the Grinch Camaro up there and got 385 for it, which is respectable. They got 385000 for it. And again, when you get up on the car and you see it, you see their quality of work. It's just it, it's such a fantastic car. I think but under 400 is still a good price for that car. The kind I, of I still think it is. In. Yeah. Uh, I, I still think it is. Look, when one of the first Ring Brother Mustangs showed up at Barrett Jackson years ago and sold for like 250000 Mike and Jim were like, this is a record for like a custom car. Mm-hmm. You know, you used to give, you know, Chip Foose five hundred thousand dollars and sell the car for you know eighty thousand at auction, and now people are appreciating the quality. Now, of course, you're also finding a lot of custom built cars showing up that are done well, but not to this. Like the ones that are top notch, there's a lot of Broncos there, but you you see an Icon Bronco, you know that's pulling the money. You see a Ring Brothers car, uh, it's it's pulling the money. Yeah. Somebody built a 63 split window Corvette and this was a custom not a number matching car $396,000 at at the yeah. end. like that's just fantastic for uh for what they're getting Driver driver um, the, uh, Yeah I think uh That's Russo. All right. <laughs> that's Russo. I think that uh you know uh, Icon and uh, Porsche, whatever Singer, Singer, yeah. and that kind of stuff. I I think they pulled the whole market up. They have now. The appeal for those guys is you can go there and buy one from them, but you got to wait two or three years. And if you want it now, you've got to go to auction or find it or buy it used. Yeah, I haven't seen a Singer Porsche come up for a while. You, like you know what's interesting is Graham Ray Hall Performance, his dealer in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Has had at least two, maybe three. I, I I remember seeing two, and both of them sold in that like almost million dollar range, like nine sixty something, whatever. That was the asking price. He, it's not auction; it doesn't list it, but it's probably nine hundred thousand dollars you're getting for those cars. I wonder, uh, Max Pata, where Singer is. They I feel like they used to be kind of up the street. Yeah, they were in the neighborhood, but they didn't have a lot of square footage. They must. Yeah, have I don't know if they've expanded. Ex- expanded. They must be doing something in Texas or something. I right? still, I still have them in Sun Valley. I, I, Sun I Valley. think they may still be there. They might have grown over there, but also keep in mind that they they've locked down a few vendors that are very unique to them, like Ed Pink. They have a, just a, a a division or a section of that building just for their engines, and mm-hmm. whoever makes the carbon fiber bodies, I don't think they make it on site. That probably comes, I don't know, maybe even from Europe. Who knows? Right. But uh, uh, interesting to see some of those cars. Now, there is the business model of people going, oh, I'm going to take a Mustang or I'm going to take an early Bronco or or some truck, and I'm just going to do a nut and bolt restoration. Everything's just going to get powder coated and cleaned, and maybe it's going to get a crate engine. You know, uh, they're going to have 100, 110 invested into it. They're going to sell it for 140 and it's a nice little business model. Mm-hmm. But the ones that are really done are pulling, you know, a couple hundred grand for the for the hot rods and 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 the rest of mods. Uh you know, it's, it's well, look, it's it's good in that is is a guy who's, 
you know, got a 280ZX and uh, a Porsche that I'd like to do something custom with, you know, no matter who you are, how much money you have, nobody likes the idea of putting two 250K into something that is then worth 85K. Yeah. It, right. it doesn't really matter how much who you are, how much money, how much fu money or fme money you have. You're just still like that. Just seems like something I'm not that enthusiastic about doing. Knowing that you can take a 911, do a nice job on it, and get your money out of it if you have to, is going to encourage more people to do it. Yeah, and and you'll see you're seeing more nine elevens, especially Singer probably did that. That people do a nice job on, maybe you know maybe put one hundred and twenty five, hundred and fifty grand into them, but they they sell for two thirty, you know, and they can justify it. Yeah, it, if if the build is done I, right, I think it's got to be the the key is kind of the platform. So the split window vet. The 911 platform, the Bronco platform, these are all solid platforms to get your money yeah. out of. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a singer that's up in Europe for, they're asking 670 or something. No, no, that's the winning bid. Oh, that's the winning bid. Yeah, this is this month. Oh, this month where? 653 euro, which I, I think about 800 grand, maybe. You can, uh, you can uh, yeah, just just under eight hundred grand. Just under, how much under eight hundred grand? Sorry, just curious yeah, we'll what the was conversion now, is. Oh yeah, uh, seven eighty. Yeah, um, that's a that's a good price for that car. It's probably a an early generation singer, right? It's probably not one with the Ed Pink motor and and all that kind of shit. It's super nice because it's a singer, but and you got to really think about the options because the singers can really vary in price. So. I don't know when this, what year the singer was built. I think they said it's somewhere between 2012 and 2013. Oh, okay. Well, that's an earlier. Okay, so that is actually an earlier singer, it seems like. Yeah. So I don't even know. They had like, I didn't read the specs, but did they have the full carbon fiber bodies and stuff by then? Or they were just getting into that? Uh, uh, you're right. I don't think it had the hot engine. I think it has a, a good engine, but not their their special Yeah, I, I think if engine. this was if this was a more... Modern singer probably would have fetched another four hundred grand, right. I would guess. All right, but still a cool piece. Just a very they, cool. Piece. Every one of these is is fantastic. You were driving a car. Uh, you drove a car out to Vegas, the Genesis. That I'm I'm really jealous of. Like I <laughs> I spotted one of those things at a at a dealership, and it was actually I think a dealership that had Bentley. And it had Hyundai, and like they shared the same <laughs> parking lot. Yeah, and I thought it was or Genesis. I thought it was a Bentley at first, and I had to go take a look at it. But it's a it's the Tiger Woods mobile. I got into like a seven minute conversation with the security guard at the convention center. He thought it was a Bentley the whole time. And we had guy? fun. Uh, possibly. I, hmm. I don't want to, I don't can't know. say for sure. Yeah. Uh, let me, I'll tell you about it. Let me just hit Geico real quick. Do you own your home or you rent your home? Well, e- either way, it can be a lot of hard work. 
But we know it's easy. It's bundling your policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And we know that's a good thing because you already have so much to do around your home already. So just go to GEICO.com and get a quote and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. So the Genesis uh, GV80 uh, – it's kind of a, like a nickel silver. It had a tan and blue interior, diamond stitch everywhere. How dead nuts stuff. on was I about the fucking diamond stitching inside of cars? I've, I've The guys leaning in and looking at this thing, they're like, oh, yeah, look at the seats. Look at that. Yes, I had it done in my Lambo 12, 13 years ago, 14 years ago. But the point is, is I just kept saying, if it's not more expensive to do a diamond stitch then why is it only for yeah. Bentley and Rolls-Royce? Yeah. You guys you guys have sewing machines and computers. Just do a diamond stitch in your cheaper car and make it look super expensive. And it this the whole styling of the vehicle looked fantastic. It ran great. The interior was very comfortable. Now, you do start to see a few areas where they have to save a little bit of money, right? What's it sticker for? Well, that's the thing is – it starts at like forty eight grand. Wow! And you could work your way up to large engine, all wheel drive, you know, into the seventies range, right? But I think that's it. You maybe you're at seventy three or seventy four, but it's like forty eight fifty grand to start. It's a lot of you SUV. Know, it, it, it's got heated and cooled seats, but it didn't seem to work very well. And the massage seat wasn't that great. And it's only driver's side. It's not the two front seats like, you know, in the Lincoln and some of the mm-hmm. nicer vehicles. A couple little issues with there's a there's a dial to change the infotainment system, but you can also touch screen. And I noticed when I touched the screen, sometimes it didn't do it. I'd had to use the dial to push a button. So mm-hmm. a couple little things like that, but really kind of nice. And I you know, the the market for this car, I, I'm not sure. Like, if you get into this car and it's gorgeous and it's 60000 bucks with, you know, with the diamond stitch and, and the nice sound system, maybe it's a good lease, you know? And if you want to buy it, maybe you buy a really nice lease return, two, three years old, 30,000 miles on it. I'm sure it's going to be fine, you know, and knock a chunk of off the price. But... uh I was impressed with it for sure. Um, I drove the 3.5 liter engine, which had a little bit more power. There's a base engine. Um, I, I'm curious must to be, see what the base engine would be. Must be a V6. Yeah, this is the V6, and I think there's a and I think it's a turbo six, and then I think there's like a turbo four. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at high speeds it was a little floaty, but also it was just crazy wind. You know, mm-hmm. just that crosswind was really mm-hmm. and and. And not that this affects the ride quality, but the heat out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you're driving back and you're just seeing car after car on the side of the road just overheating. We were in a sh- <laughs> 1.5 liter turbocharged <laughs> Chevy Equinox with nice. me and Mike and Sonny and Chris Ooh, and drive. all the luggage. And Mike was shifting in a shaft. And he <laughs> had that stick. He was dropping it, <laughs> dropping gears. Yeah. Uh, maybe you should have let Sonny drive. Oh, it's a good point. You know, Sonny could have hauled everybody around. Mike, the thing about Mike, when he drives, 
He does not recognize the existence of the law enforcement community in other states. <laughs> he acts when he drives in other states. He's like, California Highway Patrol ain't going to catch up to me here. Yeah, that's, that's right. how he. Drives. That's how he thinks. Okay, he, I, I explain them all the time. He's weaving in and out of traffic stuff. They have their own cops. Nevada has a highway patrol. They have their own. Yes, he's they, like they fake, will fake give news. you. They <laughs> will give news. you a ticket, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically worked for him, except for one time. I think out of Minneapolis, outside of I can't remember the fuck we were, Wisconsin or something. He he did get nailed, but but uh, other than that, he has driven with impunity. <laughs> and insanity. And he's never gotten pulled over. Maybe so, they're afraid to pull him over. Maybe he knows something. Yeah. yeah. So it's a nice it's a nice piece. I'm a it, I'm a fan of Genesis. I mean this stuff looks good. It it actually like the fit and finish is better than you think. Again, a couple little switches here and there felt a little light, a little plasticky, but I mean at that price range. It, yeah, it's, it, it, it's it, kinda hard to beat. Like you gotta make it up somewhere. Now I it's so Brad Fanshawe went out, and he drove the new Acura MDX. It's a similar size SUV. It's a similar price. Starts at about forty nine grand. Uh, you know, I think the front wheel drive starts at forty seven. It's like forty nine for the all wheel drive. It didn't feel nearly as luxurious as the Genesis. Genesis right. is definitely just kind of giving that Bentley, Audi feeling to it, the brighter interior, the diamond stitch. Uh, but the MDX did feel tighter and more sporty, you know? Yeah. Super it, all-wheel drive. Like, it's a different type of vehicle for sure. Well, when you're making a vehicle, SUV or not, you have to kind of, pick a lane pardon the pun you have to go do we want are you know are we making the poor man's range rover or are we making the poor man's mercedes yeah you, you know what i mean and and the japanese i feel like have sort of picked the mercedes route like the bmw mercedes route. it's going to be a little more austere it, it'll be cleaner it, no not so much bells and whistles but it's going to work you know what i mean yeah and other companies go we're going to be more like the range rover like you think about range rover all the emphasis is on the interior right you know right. what i mean it's a, it's a little bit a little bit loftier ride a little bit softer ride a little less you know the genesis had a sport mode not a very aggressive sport mode yeah you know, it's, just, it's it's a little less for the enthusiast yeah. and a little less a little more for the enthusiast's second wife you know what i mean who right, just right. climbs in and goes oh man i love this but the car gets admired and that's what they're going after you pull up to a gas station or you're the valley parker and they're like this is this thing's pretty nice you yeah know, even the shape of the steering wheel and everything just kind of has you know, a little bit of that Bentley Rolls Royce kind of feel to it, what they were going for. Well, you know, the model is out there, the Bentley, the Rolls Royce, you know, um, the Range Rovers. It just kind of knock it off. That's a, the, what they do. The choice of interior colors makes a big uh, splash as well. If it's always just all black, you kind of lose a little something. And this had the tan seats uh chris you probably have some photos this had the tan seats but all the other leather the base leather instead of being black was a dark blue mm, and yeah. the blue with the tan yeah. is actually really 
pretty. Now, they did the half steering wheel. The inside was tan and the outside uh-huh. was black. That's a little weird to me, or, or mm-hmm. blue. Uh, but, uh, you know, the lighting and everything is great. And then, see, the interior there, the, the dark dash instead of black, it's, it's blue. It's dark enough to work and not show a lot of reflection. But you can see the blue in there. Yeah, it's a beautiful-looking car. Um, speaking of tan or cream or blue and white... Just made me think. I ran into some article that uh, Maserati's bringing back the MC12, but a two twenty or something. I don't know. uh, Punch in uh, Maserati MC two twenty. I think it was MC twenty. MC twenty. I mean, if one is the twelve, maybe the latest. I think it's MC twenty. I've seen this car. Oh, I'm thinking of your favorite Jag with the two twenty. The XJ two twenty. Yeah, this new Maserati that you're thinking of. they built a prototype, and it was in the U.S. for like a week, and I got invited to go and see the car. I believe it was – I believe it's a hybrid supercar, maybe MC20 or Maserati supercar. Yeah, this is a yellow one, which is no, terrible. But Don't do that. Don't do yellow. <laughs> is Not there anything other than yellow? Either. I saw it in white. Yeah, it, the white they should the all just be, all just fantastic. They should all just be white and blue. It's, right. your, it's your marquee color. Uh, yeah. And this really kind of stood out as as something significant for Maserati, just bringing back a sportiness to Maserati, hopefully a quality as well, uh, you know, bringing some sort of quality uh, a reputation to it. But the specs, uh, I don't recall them all off the top of my head. It was It was been months since we've seen the car, almost a year probably because of the pandemic, but... I I believe I believe twin turbo V six <coughs> excuse me with a with a hybrid uh, drivetrain probably electric motors on the front a little like NSX and it was going to be fast and it looked great and very very cool I mean just the the, the pictures we're seeing now with the white with the blue and the blue calipers yeah really really presented well yeah beautiful car don't know what they're doing I, I, with I'm it. I'm told they're going to make it. Oh, you are? At, at the time, they told us they were going to make it. So I I think the idea of, of the specs and stuff that they were releasing on the car implied that this was going to be something they're going to do. Now, there's been a lot of change of ownership of companies and management and Dieselgate and this and that. Uh, but don't be surprised to see this in Monterey, either on the lawn at Pebble or at... Uh, or a quail. Yeah. By the way, if you want a used Maserati, like the latest generation Ghibli, like that's five years old, probably pick one up for the price of a two-year-old Camry. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. You want to get a? You can drive a Maserati for twenty-eight grand. Yeah. No problema. You can. A few quality issues, but you could. Oh, you know, another car. Just, just kind of off subject, but another car that popped up just on Bring a Trailer that. It's just one of the ones we usually look at just to gauge market is the uh, the Ferrari 332 plus two. Ferrari 332 plus two, yeah. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, because we always like to compare those to the mm-hmm. Lamborghini and the 67, the two plus two car and the, mm-hmm. you know, the 400 GT and the Islero. So mm-hmm. just something to keep an eye on. There's a there's a 332 plus two on Bring a Trailer, uh, Chris. Um, I want to say it's silver. It might have just got posted recently. Yeah, I, I don't silver. really know where they are on the on the pricing. Well, we can look it up. Uh, first, let me tell you about Mac Weldon Kick 
some are off in style with uh, brands that's uh, reinventing men's basic. Mack Weldon, so much more than just uh, underwear. Full collection includes T-shirts, polos, button-ups, shorts, pants, swim, and more. Light and breathable fabric. Technology keeps you uh, cool and comfortable all summer, whether you're at work or working out or at happy hour or hanging around playing with the kids. Stuff is really good. They have I wear their t-shirts all the time, especially if you're wearing it under another shirt or suit or something like that doesn't come untucked like the old ones would. Um the stuff is really top shelf. And Weldon Blue, it's a totally free loyalty program. Level 1 gets you free shipping for life. Level 2 means 20% off of every order for the next year. It's Mac Weldon. Right, Matt? Yeah, you know, stay cool this summer and look great while doing it. The all-new collection of men's essentials from Mack Weldon. And here's our deal. You get 20% off your first order. Visit MacWeldon.com slash CarCast and enter promo code CarCast. That's MacWeldon.com slash CarCast. The promo code on your shopping cart is CarCast. It's Mack Weldon reinventing men's classics. Uh the bid, high bid was 220 did not meet reserve on this uh, oh, silver oh. 2 plus 2. It did not sell. Did not sell. Um, here's my prediction. Uh, so these cars went up fast about three, five years ago. They popped, and they were going fast. Now, what's funny is the 250, the one under it, it was worth nothing. Those cars have passed <laughs> these cars. So it's a, it's a fickle market out there. Here's my prediction on this car. I know nothing of this car, but 220 is a little bit on the cheap side for this car that looks to be in dis- decent condition. I'm going to guess that it's not a numbers matching engine. Yeah, I was going to say that number seems a little light. So if you see a, a car and and it's a little light, especially a Lamborghini or Ferrari, it's got sometimes an LS swap. <laughs> <laughs> now they'll just say period correct, you know, whatever, or it's in rough shape and I haven't. It may be it may be in kind of kind of tough shape. I I do not know. Uh, five speed man numbers, numbers matching four liter Colombo. All right. Well, I'm wrong about that. Thirty one thousand. I I don't know why. I don't know if this car's rough. I I don't know if it you know was hit and put back together or something. It stalling at two twenty just feels light for that car. Yeah, I don't know. Do we know it's a clean title? I mean, I assume so, but they need the Barani wheels on there. All right, uh, I'm going to be in Anchorage, Alaska at Coots wow. uh, next Saturday <laughs> and uh, July 3rd doing a live podcast and stand-up there and then Raleigh, North Carolina and Minneapolis and Royal Oak, uh, Michigan and Kansas City. It, just go to AdamCarolla.com for all the live shows. <laughs> Mike's going to think there's no cops at all in Alaska. Oh, my God, there may not be. You're going to be riding a buffalo to go chase him down. <laughs> <laughs> What do you got, man? Uh, just follow me at uh, at uh, motorator.com, and I'll post you the images from uh, Barry Jackson and the uh, the Genesis and all that good stuff. So until next time, Adam Crow for Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com.
Hey, movie lovers, who needs a theater when you have Pluto TV? Grab your popcorn and your streaming device because free movies are here. Pluto TV is your home for movies. Great movies are playing anytime in over 20 exclusive movie channels of action, horror, rom-coms, and more. Watch hits like Saving Private Ryan, Pretty in Pink, and Charlie's Angels all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts. Ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting, you want to save some money? How about you bundle? Bundle your policies at GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at GEICO. That is GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com.